Sachem Perak Zion Mishnah Zion seven seven. We continue to discuss the halachas of Tuma as they apply to the Korban Pesach, and in this mission we'll focus on the feet, the benefits of the tzitz. The tzitz was that golden headband that the Kohen Gadol wore, and it said Kodesh Lashem, sanctified to Hashem on it, and the pasuk says that Vahaya al Meitzach Aron, the pasuk in Shmos. Kavches pasuk lamaches twenty eight thirty eight says that vayal Aaron it will be on Aaron his forehead meaning the kongadol's forehead venas Aaron es avon hakadshem and Aaron meaning the kongadol will bear the the sin that happens with kadshem that happens with sacrifices and the pasuk continues on a little later on to say laratzon lahem lefnei Hashem to make the karbanos acceptable before Hashem. So this tzitz has the power to somehow rectify a wrong that's done with Kadshim, Karbanos, and it's going to apply specifically to the, the avon of tuma of having brought a carbon when the carbon becomes tummy, as I shall explain in a moment. Now, as a side point, you're probably wondering, is this only when the Kohen Gadol wears the tzitz or all the time? And that's a machlokas tanaim, both here in the Gemara Ein Zayin as well as in Yom Adaf Zayin. Um, be it as it may, the point is that if the blood that's going to be offered on the mizbeach on the mizbeach is uh, is tame, or if the sacrificial parts the emurin, or if the meat are tame of the korban, so then is lacharchila one is not to apply the blood to mizbeach. It should be now an invalidated korban. But if one unknowingly applies that blood, does the zrika, so then the carbon will be acceptable, will be kosher, by virtue of the tzitz. Now the truth is, the pasha says that it would even work if one knowingly applied the blood, after it be, knowing that it's tummy or that the carbon's tummy, and it's just a dindurabanan, that if one acted bemazed and, and wantonly did it, then midurabanan, they won't let him be yotzi. But the tzitz has this power to allow the carbon to be kosher and effective even though the blood or the amorim or the meat is tummy. Now you'll see from our Mishnah, we are definitely considering the blood tummy here. The truth is that it's a machlokas tanaim, and the halacha is that the blood from a korban can never become tummy. So this Mishnah is not exactly the halacha regarding the, the blood, but certainly if the blood or if the meat, excuse me, or if the meat or the amorim are tummy, one is certainly not to apply the blood but it works. Now, the Mishnah will contrast that principle with the separate prohibition of a person who's Tame bringing a carbon. Now, if a person is Tame and he brings a carbon under general rules, that's not a problem. Meaning, I need to bring a carbon chatas. So I get the goat, I deliver it to the Kohen, and I stay, and, I, and the goat is offered on my behalf. So there might be some logistical problems, but how could I do the smicha and put my weight on the goat and the azara I'm not allowed there because I'm tummy and stuff like that. But that's all um, side issues. The main point is, if I'm tummy and the goat is offered and the blood reaches the mizbeach, I receive my kapara. It's effective. And that's true for all karbanos. Um, there are two exceptions. Um, and those exceptions have to do with the, the korban pesach, as we'll see presently, as well as the korban nazir, as I'll explain in a few moments. The point is that unlike the if the meat or a murim or blood of the korban is tame, in which case the tzitz can solve that problem, 
um, if it's on Bishogeg, the tzitz cannot solve the problem of the person who's tummy and invalid from bringing a Korban Pesach, let's say, um, meaning if a person's tummy and he's bringing Korban Pesach, even with the tzitz in action, it doesn't matter, the person's simply not yeltsi, his, his obligation to bring a Korban Pesach. Okay, that's the gist of the main part of the mission. The mission says inside. Ha-Pesach shnizrach damo, if you have a Korban Pesach, and its blood was applied to the Mizbeach, and after the blood application, noda it is learned shehu tame that the carbon was tame, meaning either the meat or the emurim, or the blood became tame. Just so you make sure you're clear, it's impossible for a living animal under normal circumstances to become tame. Side point: If you remember, we just had a case not so long ago about in Irvin how the the a living animal serves as a golel as a seal for a seal for a tomb could be tame but putting that strange case aside normal circumstances if you have your little korban pesach your sheep and you're bringing it to the base of Mikdash and it stands on a dead rat or a mitzora touches it or whatever the case is it doesn't matter it's impervious to tumma while it's alive so we're talking about a case that after the slaughter of this animal and the in the base of Mikdash, it then becomes tummy. Then magically it steps on a dead rat or whatever the case is, or the blood gets exposed to someone who's tummy, etc. In those cases, hatzitz meratze, the tzitz makes it acceptable anyway. So once the blood is applied, assuming you didn't know lecharchila when you applied it, that this shouldn't have been applied because you didn't know things were tummy yet. So then the tzitz makes it okay, which means that the the person is yoti's obligation to bring a carbon. Just to be clear, if the animal became tummy. I mean, as soon as you receive the blood, a moment later, the animal stepped on a dead rat or whatever, a Matsura Cohen touched or something like that. Once it's already a carcass, it does become tummy, and the whole thing cannot be eaten, and the Amurim cannot be offered. They'll have to be burned. So one will not be able to eat his Korban Pesach. Nevertheless, he will not need to bring a Pesach Sheni, because assuming the blood gets there, um, and the Tzitz does its thing, so then He's Yoti's obligation to bring Korm Pesach. So make sure you get clear the difference between the obligation to bring the Korm Pesach, which is a mitzvah on its own, and a separate mitzvah to eat the Korm Pesach. So as long as the time, at the time the blood is obtained, the Korm Pesach is still eligible for consumption, and then it's offered, the blood on the Mizbeach, the person fulfills the obligation to bring the Korban, even though he'll never be able to eat it, notwithstanding the fact that we just had in the previous Mishnahis, the centrality of being able to eat the Korban when you're offering it. Okay, because at the time it was the blood was received, it was edible. Nitma haguf. On the other hand, if the person's body becomes tame, the pashas here we're talking about the body, the person who's bringing the korban, uh, the korban pesach. There are the Ram who understands are talking about the guf of the kohen doing the offering, but let's focus on the person who's bringing his korban pesach. He becomes tame. Now, if he's tame prior to the receiving of the blood, so then an the application of the blood to the mizbeach, I really should say, so then. He'll never be able to eat this Korban Pesach. And since he can't eat the Korban Pesach, and the whole point of the Korban Pesach is so it should be eaten, as we said previously, so this Korban will be invalid. He won't be Yotzi, even with the Tzitz. It can't solve this problem. And that being the case, he'll have to bring up, assuming the Tumas Mace from a dead body, so then he'll have to bring a Pesach Shene in the next, the next month. So that's the Mishnah says here, Nitma Guf, if his person became Tameh, the person bring the Korban Pesach prior to its application of the blood, ain't a tzitz maratze, the tzitz can help him, cannot help him at all, and doesn't make it acceptable. And that's based on the drasha, as I said before, that he is, the, the tzitz, I should say, on Aaron's forehead, is nasa Aaron is oven ha Aaron bears the sin of kadshim, of the 
offerings, not the makdishin is the drasha, not the people who are doing the offering. So we can't solve the person's body being tummy problem. Now the Mishnah is going to quote a a statement that existed and circulated prior to the codification of the Mishnah. When we call it the Mishnah Roshonas, an early version of Mishnahis before they were codified as we have them. That happens from time to time. And here we're referencing it. We'll say, because they said, and we're going to quote that old thing they used to say. So understand this Mishnah now will be sort of redundant because we're quoting something that was said before. So it's going to kind of rehash the principles we just said. But this quote will be referencing not just the Korban Pesach, but also the Nazir. The reason why, as I said before, the only two Korbanos that are invalid if they're brought for someone while that person is Tameh, Tameh Meis, is going to be uh, the Korban Pesach and the Nazir. Other Korbanos are valid. The reason why the Korban Pesach isn't going to be valid if the person is Tameh when it's brought on his behalf is because, as we said before, the whole point of the Korban Pesach is to be able to eat it. If you can't eat it, you can't be bringing it. So you're not yelled to even Bidiyev, but you'll have to bring another Korban Pesach in a month's time if you're Tameh Meis, bring it as a Pesach Sheni. The Nazir... Similarly, the person who becomes a Nazir commits to not exposing himself to corpse tumor, as well as not to cut his hair and to consume grape products. So if a person who's a Nazir, let's say he commits to being a Nazir for 30 days, that would be the standard Naziris. So at the end of his 30-day period of being a Nazir, he brings a series of Karbanos that are called the Karban Nazir Tahor, the Tahor Nazir's offering. It's actually a number of Karbanos and and procedure. But be that as it may, the point is, that um, at the end of that process, he now once again can expose himself to a mace, a corpse. If during his Naziris period, or in truth, even after his Naziris period is over, but prior to him bringing that Korban Nazar Tahor, before he brings the Korbanos, if he gets exposed to corpse tumor, for whatever reason, even if he has a mace mitzvah, so he finds a dead body in the road and he buries it, doesn't matter. Since he did it, his, um, in violation of his Naziris commitment, so now... Um, Two things happen. First of all, he his clock starts again. Okay, he'll have to reset and have to do another thirty days. Um, but he also has to bring the carbon for Nazir Tame, the carbon that's brought. It's, a, it's an Asham that's brought um, for Nazir who exposes himself to Tuma. So the mission is going to say over here that if a person is a Nazir and he brings the Karbanos for a Nazir Tahor, but in fact he's a Nazir Tame. He's, really, he's still Tommy, his goof, his person is Tommy from exposure to a corpse. So he's, this is an invalid offering because it's the wrong offering for him. He should be bringing the one for a Tommy Nazir, not a Tahor Nazir. So that's why he won't be guilty of this Corbin. So that's why those, these two and only these two, the Corbin Pesach, because it must be eaten specifically by the person and the Nazir because it's only for a Tahor Nazir. Those are the two which if the person himself is Tommy, we're talking about Tommy Mace here to keep it simple, so then um, he will simply not be, he will, he will not be guilty. That's what the mission says here inside. Bipnesha Amru, because they said, meaning previously prior to this Mishnah, but quoted here in the Mishnah, Hanazir Vaosa Pesach, those two characters, the person who's a Nazir and the person who's bringing his carbon Pesach. Hatzitz Miratza al Tumas Hadam, the tzitz will solve the problem of the blood becoming Tame. Again, according to this Tana, blood can become Tame, it's not Halacha. And similarly, if the Imurim or the Basa were Tame, same thing, the, the tzitz will, will solve that problem. Vein had tzitz, al tumas But the tzitz cannot solve the problem of the person himself, meaning the person bringing the korban, Pesach, or the person who's a nazir, bringing the nazir tahor korban. The tzitz can't solve that problem. Fine. So we said the reason why is because the drasha says that it's nosa the oven of 
the kadshim and not the makdishin for the the offering and not the person bringing the offering. That is the drasha. Now the Mishnah have one more point here, which is something else, which is in the case of what's called tumas hatahom. Tumas hatahom is literally means a source of tumah from the depths, but it's a case where there's a corpse buried somewhere and nobody knows about it. If a person became tummy from this unknown and unknowable invisible tumma source and later on finds out about it so then the tzitz can solve that problem too it can make it it can make ritsu it can make his korban acceptable even though his guf his person was tummy now that of course can't be learned from the limit of no said that it carries the burden of es avon hakadshem the animals are not hamakdishin and but this principle of the tzitz being able to said to solve the problem of Tumas Tahom is a separate halach lamoshim misinai. So the mission says inside here, nitma Tumas Tahom, if the person bring the Korban Pesach or the person who's the Nazir bring his Korbanas at the end of his Nazir's period, those people are Tame from Tumas Tahom and some unknowable Tumas source of a dead body, Hatzitz Maratze, the Tzitz does solve that problem, meaning the person who brings the Korban Pesach under such a scenario where he even is Tame because of the Tumas Tahom will not need to bring a second Korban Pesach. He, of course, can't eat his Korban Pesach if he finds out about it before he ate it, but he won't need to bring a Pesach Sheni. And similarly, the person who was the Nazir, even though he was Tommy but didn't know it, once he's brought this Korbanos, that's it, it's Maratza, so he is done with his Nazir's process and doesn't need to go back and do it again.